Good morning, this is Pastor Stephanie from St. Peter's United Church of Christ in another podcast, this one for Sunday, May 17th. Sorry we can't be back in worship yet. We'll have confirmation on May 31st, but that attendance will be limited to confirmands and their families. The church council will be meeting to plan when we can reopen for worship for everybody. But in the meantime, I invite you to pray with us this day and enjoy Jean's music. And may God bless you today and always. Amen. to worship for this morning based on Psalm 66. Bless God, all you people. Make the voice of God's praise be heard. Come and listen, all you who fear God, and you will hear of all that God has done for us. God hears our prayers. Thanks be to God who cares for us. Our scripture lesson for this morning is John chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, 
and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. May blessings be upon the reading and hearing of this God's holy word from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Our second scripture reading for this Sunday is from 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 13-22. through 22. Now who will harm you if you are eager to do what is good? But even if you do suffer for doing what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear, and do not be intimidated, but in your hearts sanctify Christ as Lord. Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands on your account of the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and reverence. Keep your conscience clear, so that when you are maligned, those who view you for your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if suffering should be God's will, than to suffer for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins, once for all the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh but made alive in the spirit, in which he also went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in former times did not obey, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight people, were saved through water. And baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience. Through the resurrection of Jesus, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him.
Our scripture lessons today were what I kind of like to call metaphysical. They're almost abstract. And Jesus understands that human beings, we kind of like to be grounded here on earth. We like to have someone or something to have and to hold in order to understand. That's why God sent the Son, Jesus, to walk among us, to be with us, to feel with us, to understand what it is like to live on this earth as a human being. But Jesus knows that he's going to be crucified, and he's been busy talking to the disciples and saying, Don't worry. I'm not going to leave you alone. You know, in me, you've had this spirit of God, the presence of God. God, the Father, Creator, Parent, is going to send you another spirit, an advocate. And it's going to be with you. This comforter will be with you. And that is comforting when you think about it. We have a Savior who understands our needs because he was human like us. And that very human Jesus teaches us to love one another and to love God. And Jesus encourages us to be that love in the world to each other as we love one another and to be encouraged and comforted by the Spirit, the Advocate, our Companion. Yes, we have wonderful stories about Jesus' life, but not his actual being, his person. But we have the Spirit we, who is important in our lives of faith. And when we pray, it is the Spirit who gives us that sense of God's presence. We cannot see the Spirit with our eyes, but we can feel the Spirit with our hearts and follow the Spirit's guidance. Jesus uses the word advocate, which can also be translated as companion or comforter to describe the Spirit. And the children's bulletin for today uses a picture of a teddy bear to convey the love and comfort of the Holy Spirit. And I love it. I think this is amazing because, you know, when we're a kid, we just want to hold on to our teddy bears or stuffed animals when we're upset and sad. That's what the Holy Spirit offers us in our troubled times. Comfort. Just like those prayer quilts, excuse me, shawls that the church is making to give to people when they're having a rough time. And if you want to contact Ricky, she can help you with that. The Holy Comforter wraps us up in the warmth of God's love. Jesus tells us to let the Holy Spirit work in and through us to love others as Jesus loved us. The Spirit companion encourages us to do what Jesus asks of us in truth and love. And when God asks you to do a task that seems impossible, call on the Spirit to see you through. The Holy Comforter will be there to give you strength to live the life that Jesus calls us to live. And for some people, that life isn't always easy. And that is why this Sunday for the United Church of Christ is Mental Health Sunday. The 30th General Synod passed a resolution to be supportive of those with mental health issues. And it says here, Therefore be it resolved that the 30th General Synod encourages United Church of Christ congregations to adopt covenants to be wise, welcoming, inclusive, 
supportive, engaged congregations for mental health. Be it therefore resolved that the 30th General Synod encourages congregations to work to eradicate stigma around mental illness, brain disorders, and to offer support to persons with and those impacted by mental health challenges, including their family members, loved ones, and others concerned. Be it finally resolved that the 30th General Synod encourages advocacy by all settings of the Church for broader and more just access to quality mental health services, including private and public insurance coverage. This advocacy includes services for all persons with mental illness who are falling through the fraying safety net, especially persons in jails, prisons, and persons who are homeless. And I thankful that I'm in a part of a denomination that recognizes that these issues are very important. And I'm also thankful that I live in a community that has resources. I was on the care team Zoom meeting on Thursday, and they talked about this being Mental Health Awareness Week for children's mental health issues. And you may not be aware of it, but we do have Compass Health here in town, and then there's SEMO that helps with drug addictions, and they work together with the school systems and many other resources to help with this. And there's also Gascony County Special Services to help others with possible developmental disabilities. So I give thanks that I'm in a denomination that is even drafted a resolution to support these issues, has a Sunday for that, and works with the guidance of the Holy Spirit to love all people in our community and to offer them comfort. So when you see a task that's impossible, pray for the comfort of the Holy Spirit and the strength of that advocate and our companion to walk us through. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. It's time for prayer. Remember, we are not alone, that God is with us always. Call to mind those you miss this Sunday and those who need God's loving care and presence and ask God to care for them. And today we especially lift up Terry. We'll be having a procedure done on Tuesday. And loving God, Savior and Comforter, we give thanks and praise that you surround us with your loving care and fill us with the truth of your way. We are never alone because you are with us always. Even now when we feel as though we have been alone for so long in our social isolation, you are with us. You are with all who are essential workers. You are with those in our nursing homes, hospitals, and more. You are with all of us giving us strength in these strange times. In a moment of silent prayer, lift up those concerns in your heart. We pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ, who taught us when praying to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. 
now it's time to close our worship this Sunday. And someone pointed out to me that this is the 66th anniversary of uh, Brown versus the Board of Education, which opened up education for all, especially our African-American black community, to attend schools. So remember that you are not alone. The Holy Comforter is your companion for life's journey. And may the love and comfort of God surround you today and always. Amen.